Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Liam Maitlam, KCBS foodie chap at B-Side SF Jazz Center in San Francisco. Chef Chris D'Andrea. Chef, how are you? Pretty great. Thanks for having me on the show today. Listen, I always begin with, what are we drinking? Today, uh, we're having a couple of the signature cocktails off the menu. I'm drinking the hot plate, and I believe you're having the nine wood. All right. Well, here's to that. We're gonna we're gonna bring Don into the mix, uh, the CEO here. Don, good to see you too, my friend. Likewise, Cheers, salut, you. and salut. We have to have a little sip. Be naughty not to. Hmm. My word. I've got the nine wood. There's a good story which Don is going to share in just a moment. Um, how's your cocktail there, Chef? It's good, bright, and fresh. That's yeah. how I like them. Uh, we are in a really cool setting. B side. You walk in here. Cool vibe from the moment you walk in. The sounds of jazz spilling from the main room, the auditorium, uh, just behind us here. And I'm looking over my shoulder, a really impressive record collection. Those are all your records, right, Chris? Indeed, yeah. <laughs> on loan to the jazz center. Mingus, Davis, Coltrane, all the greats. The greats. Let's talk about your journey. Your journey in food. Where did you grow up? And who was cooking in the family? Uh, it seems like everyone was cooking in the family. I'm from... Uh relatively small town in Connecticut uh, but with a big family so uh, my dad is one of 10 kids in an Italian family you know they had a garden in their backyard growing up where they got most of the food so yeah all my memories from the family are food centric and still are so coming out of the kitchen was what uh, kind of all the all the classics you could think of my probably the most memorable one would be the stuffed squash out of the uh, garden they used to grow this two three foot Cucuzzolone, they would call it. So, so one more time? Cucuzzolone. Yeah. Don, have you ever had a cucuzzolone? Not often <laughs> or recently. Yeah. The, the Sounds day, delicious. The day is young. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whether that's real or not is still to be verified, but that's what we yeah. always call it. So, so tell, me, tell me about that dish. What was it all about? Uh, it's kind of like a giant zucchini with a, kind of a firmer skin. So you peel it, you poach it a little bit, and yeah. stuff it with your favorite meatball mixture, braise it in tomato sauce on top of some rice or pasta. Sign me up. I'll have two, please. Yeah. Uh, we're going to cook a little dish together in just a bit. Uh, a pasta dish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like I said, all my uh, memories from the family, food-centric. Probably the biggest one is Christmas Eve. We do the Feast of Seven Fishes, oh. uh, the spaghetti with the squid sauce. So I'm going to dive into that a little bit and make some pasta. I'm all over it. Let's talk about that fire in your belly. Uh, what ignited that fire for food, for cooking? Uh, it's hard to put my finger on exactly what it is, but as far back as I can remember, all I really like to do is cook. So, like I told you earlier, I graduated college on a Sunday. I was working in a restaurant on Monday. That's eight, <laughs> nine years ago. Never really looked back. A whole day later. Wow. A whole day, yeah. Maybe less. <laughs> you went to college in Washington, yeah? Right. I went to George Washington University. Yeah. Uh, what was your takeaway from your college days? Um, I really liked being in the city, but... Uh, I guess I didn't open my mind enough to the school. Like I said, I was just focused on cooking. I wanted to get out, yeah, uh, get in the real world, and start 
start a law. And boy, did you, uh, Marcel's, uh, a well-known place, a popular place. Uh, tell me about that first kitchen, that first experience, really on the line for the first time. Yeah, that was rough. I was beyond green at the time, not just in <laughs> cooking, but in you know the real world, having a job. So definitely learned a lot yeah. in a short amount of time. I was there for a little over a year, and it gave me a really good kind of classic background. It's sure. like a classic French kind of place. Then I moved on to another restaurant called The Oval Room, which is a lot more modern. Yeah. So I kind of saw both ends of the spectrum in D.C. You decided to come west, uh, San Francisco, a couple of years ago. What, what were you imagining San Francisco would be, and, and what did you discover when you, when you got here? Definitely a much different vibe as far as the food scene goes. Everyone's much more in tune where, with where everything comes from and who's growing it yeah. in the seasons. Not that D.C. isn't, but it's just drastically different out here than uh, on the East Coast. And joyfully, no matter what kitchen you're in, uh, you get to cook where the garden grows. And the seasonality here, I mean, things change a lot. I mean, every week you go to the farmer's market, there's something new, there's a bounty to choose from. If you're a chef, uh, it's, a, it's a sweet place to be, right? Yeah, it is fun to walk around the farmer's market. But another great thing about the West Coast is there's always something green in the market, whereas... Yeah. Uh, in D.C. you get two feet of snow every winter, so <laughs> you're kind of longing for that. Sure. Saison, uh, I mean, my word, your first gig here in the city, uh, Michelin-style restaurant, one of the top chefs. Uh, tell me about the Saison experience. Yeah, it was really inspiring to be part of that team. I started when they had two Michelin stars. Um, it was just really amazing seeing everyone work hard every day yeah. to reach a certain goal. So I was lucky to be part of that team that, that got the three stars. It's a big deal for anyone in the industry. Well, clearly you're hitting all the right notes. The best note, this note, B-side, here at SF Jazz Center. Um, let's talk about the menu. Uh, how would you describe it? What is, what, what is the menu here all about? I think the menu is pretty simple. Everything's really straightforward. Um, we have a relatively small kitchen, so we don't want to have a huge menu yeah. with things that kind of get forgotten. Just focus on... Maybe the hits. Um, <laughs> everything is simple, but there's something exciting, interesting, different uh, on every dish just to bring yeah. bring the excitement back. And also, you know, you're, you're serving folks who are coming here to enjoy some great music, the kickback. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a night of music, hanging out with friends, uh, and you want it to be easy, right? Right, yeah. Wonderful atmosphere in here. Um, so we hit the whole, the whole range. If you want to come in just for a couple bites, a snack before the show, you want to come in and have a full sit-down meal, we can kind of do it all here. Sure. Uh, cocktails, of course, a killer cocktail program, and I know the cocktail program hand-in-hand hand with what's coming out of the kitchen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my philosophy is simple, bright, clean. Uh, the cocktail I'm drinking right now, the hot plate, definitely hits all those marks. Yeah. I'm not going to say simple, but definitely a bright guy. Uh, Don, CEO here at SF Jazz. Uh, Don, uh, for you, first of all, uh, just this building, you know, joyfully, uh, I want to say, was it five years ago? Uh, 2013. 2013. I got to see this from the ground up. Uh, watching this be built uh, and seeing music here for the first time. This is a very, very special place, SF Jazz Center. Well, thank you. It's, uh, we, we think it's a brilliant experience for San Francisco. and. We've put a new face on jazz for the city and for all of California, actually for people from all around the world. It's yeah. really been terrific. And we all saw it come from the ground up, and it was really amazing. And while, Don, when you think about it, um, all the great jazz artists who've performed 
in San Francisco, the jazz artists who've come out of San Francisco and the Bay Area up until SF Jazz Center, there was no permanent home for jazz, really. Well, there is now, yeah, and uh, it's really true. And this new experience, you know, we're getting the legends of jazz. They all want to play here. They love to play here. We're glad to have them. But jazz keeps changing. Yeah. So we're able to, uh, on a worldwide level, bring jazz music and music that redefines jazz or extends the meaning of jazz. They come to SF Jazz, and that becomes the definition of jazz today. Before we talk a little bit more about B-Side, the food, the cocktails here, I have to tell you, to go into that auditorium, to sit in any seat in the house and listen to jazz in that room, I mean, there is nothing like it. It transports you the minute you walk in. Before a note is even hit, that room is special. Well, you really have to give benefit and credit to the team and the founder and the architects and the, you know, the years of work that went into it of knowing what San Francisco needed to create the perfect jazz room. And it's a different jazz experience because yeah. it's not a club, yeah. but it's really a where jazz comes first, the music comes first, and every seat, great sight lines. I believe 45 feet is the maximum distance between a person and the stage that gets a seat at SF Jazz. That's pretty awesome. You know, yeah. we are sitting here uh, in the lounge here at B-Side. What I love about this room, uh, you can have a cool experience sitting at the bar alone if you want. Uh, you can come here with some friends and lounge on the sofas. Uh, you can be here on a date uh, and have an intimate experience. I mean, this room, B-Side, the restaurant, the bar, and then, of course, the view, if you sit in the right spot uh, of, of, of the auditorium, is pretty sweet. Well, it's exactly by design. You can be in B-Side <laughs> and you can enjoy your food and cocktail and look right at the stage and see who's on stage. It might be Mary Stallings, it might be Wayne Shorter, it might be Herbie Hancock, it might be someone you've never heard of. But also, you can hear the music, too, from the stage. So yeah. it's quite a different kind of experience. Uh, we have to talk cocktails, because we have one before us. Method behind the madness, great thought into each and every one. Uh, we both have Nine Wood. What's the story behind Nine Wood? Well, Nine Wood is the acoustic wood that is throughout SF Jazz Center. It's the perfect wood for jazz music with the type of uh, clarity that it provides. And the chef, chef here renamed this cocktail on, in, in honor of our wood. And Nine Wood, however you think of it, if you're a golfer or otherwise, sure. yeah. uh, you can certainly <laughs> enjoy... Uh, the nine wood, which yeah. I'm enjoying right now. Well, you know, we have, we have to raise a glass to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Here we are. Here we go. Another little sip. Mm. My word. Um, and Don, um, you know, chef putting on the greatest hits on the menu. What do you love? What have you tried on the menu? I'll tell you, my favorite thing on the menu so far is the kale sandwich. <laughs> I'll have to have Chris describe exactly what it is because when you tell me I'm going to eat a kale sandwich, yeah. You know, doesn't really uh, doesn't resonate with uh, what I love. But Until you I take really that do. bite. So, what's on the sandwich, Chris? Uh, I have to give a little credit. I kind of stole the base idea for that from uh, my friend, the chef at Seven Hills Restaurant, Tony Florian. Yeah. Uh, so I went there, had a kale parmesan as kind of a side. I really like that idea, but like I said, I wanted to brighten it up a little bit, put a little excitement into it. So it's just some kale. There's a poblano and mint kind of aioli on it, and then Oof. some stewed peppers. Well, listen, I'm, I'm looking at the menu here. If you like a sweet ending to your meal, peanut butter panna cotta. Wow. Indeed, yeah. So, like I said, classics just a little bit tweaked. The really familiar flavors just maybe in a different uh, medium than you've had before. Yeah. 
all these bites music to your ears? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The panna cotta, the fried pie. Fried it's pie. a great way to end the night. Uh, and Don, to sit here in this room, what's the experience here all about? Well, jazz can be experienced alone or with people, but jazz music doesn't happen without people. And a lounge, the B-side lounge, the atmosphere of the new restaurant gives you that experience with others live, right? And comfortable, and you can hang and sit and wait. And it's, you know, I just love it. I I really love it. And I love the menu too, because it is simple, it is bright, and it's not for, you know, let's not sit here and have 10 courses. Let's sit here and have a good time. And Chef Chris, uh, a new experience for you. Uh, to be at the helm in a kitchen uh, with a great bar uh, and jazz spilling through the speakers uh, on a nightly basis as you're cooking. Pretty sweet. Yeah, this was a really exciting experience for me just to kind of see everything come together from ground zero. Yeah. Uh, We really had nothing in the kitchen, so that was probably the most rewarding part was just building it up from the ground. Well, uh, keep on hitting all the right notes. I'll be a regular. Uh, And Don, as you leave us for those who've never been here, never experienced SF Jazz, why should they come enjoy a show? Why should they come and enjoy a little, a little piece of B-side? Well, if they've never been here, if you've never been here, you probably meant to be here. <laughs> so, uh, you know, take, the, take advantage, get out at night, and uh, San Francisco's loaded with things to do, and we've got something really special here at SF Jazz Center. Beautiful. Thank you, Don. Uh, chef, uh, we're going to get in the kitchen and put a little dish together. Describe the dish. I know you're going to share the recipe with our listeners. Uh, what is the pasta dish we're going to put together? All right, so pasta is probably my favorite food, whether that's from my uh, family heritage or not. Who knows? But uh, whenever I'm craving anything, it's usually pasta. So we're going to make probably the most classic, simple pasta you can make, just tomato sauce and a handmade semolina cavatelli. <sighs> My mouth is watering. You're going to do all the work, so... Oh, sure. Uh, Salute, my friends. B-side, SF Jazz Center. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Chef Chris. Uh, The recipe, more on SF Jazz, the center, how you can get tickets, plus that recipe at cbssf.com and click on Foodie Chat. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.